Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, you know what that means. If you are having some issues with your car, your truck, your van, you need to bring it in for service, but you kind of want to know what uh, what could be ailing before you drive it through that service store. Well, Nick Stoffel is here to help you out. Nick uh, runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick and his pal Dan have helped our CCO listeners off. For Dan, uh, Nick, it's kind of hard to believe, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's getting close to 30 years here on WCCO. I know you were, you were just a lad when we started, uh, and probably we're just we're helping uh, Dan out. When uh, I know you, you, you started working with Dan. What when you were uh, uh, just a kid, right? And good morning, by the way. Yeah, good morning. You know, I, as you know the story, I worked for Dan when I was in high school, which is uh, before this even. Um, but I, I do remember the first time doing the show was actually at the Minnesota State Fair. And I can remember how nervous I was in, the, in that glass bowl and everyone staring at me. And <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a peer pressure moment, but uh, we made through it, and here we are today. Yeah, absolutely. And we, I know our listeners do appreciate it uh, big time. So if you, again, if, and I know our time is so limited here, uh, Nick takes his leave about 7.45 this morning, making way for Jack Farrell's wine shed. So don't wait. We'd love to help you out either by phone or by text. 
Uh, if you have a problem with your car, your truck, your van, let's hear from you. Again, either by phone or by text. One number will get you either. 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Any kind of a car care question. You don't have to be a motorhead to uh, ask your question. Although, as you know, uh, uh, Nick, that we we do have uh, some folks that uh, are uh, kind of in your business as well, that they listen to the show, and and we appreciate their input too from, from time to time. But do call us, do text us uh, again sooner rather than later because our time just, just kind of zips by. Texter says, well, I'll just kind of shorten this particular question. We haven't had this question for a long time. Do you think gasoline quality is the same at all stations? That's basically what the texter is asking. Well, you know, obviously there's a standard with the fuel, and a, a lot of the additives might be different, um, different brands, locations, the refinery. So there's there's probably some variance, uh, but I don't think it's significant enough to uh, make you pause or caution about stopping at one place or another. I think any any fueling station that you're driving by when you need gas, you should fill up. So I, I, I'm sure there's some variations, but I don't know if it's significant enough that we would ever be able to tell the difference. You know, once in a while, uh, we get questions about, uh, you know, problems with, with uh, starting or rough idling or whatever the case may be. And they said, could I, could I have gotten bad gas? Uh, bad gas, I, I don't know. What, is it, what could that mean? The moisture in the gas or what? From time to time, you know, we've been doing this a long time as we started the show with, uh, we have seen where maybe too much moisture or water gets into a tank of uh, a fuel. Um, and, you know, that's really obvious. You know, for us, all we really would do is take a, a sample, like a beaker full of fuel, let it sit for a few moments, and you can see that separation. But keep in mind now that our fuel does have ethanol in it, and that alcohol will absorb most of that water. So, it's really not a concern, um, you know, a rare occurrence or there might be a, a, a tank somewhere at a station that got a bunch of water in it. I guess that can happen, but it's not that common, um, not really at all anymore. And I remember uh, taking uh, questions from listeners about the use of, of heat in uh, in our gas tanks. We don't really need, just for the reason you mentioned, we don't really need to do that anymore, right? Correct. We see uh, the ethanol is alcohol, which which heat is. And, you know, I'm not going to tell someone not to use a product if they feel strongly about it, but I don't yeah. think it's necessary because, it, like you said, it's already in the fuel. All right. 651-461-9226. Texter says this. Good morning, guys. I use semi-synthetic oil in my vehicle, and my oil change usually costs around 40 bucks. I can get a regular oil change for $20 at the same station. Could you please tell me what is the advantage from my vehicle using semi-synthetic over regular oil since I'm changing my oil every 3,000 miles anyway? That's a good question. Yeah, you know, our our practice has always been with the conventional type oil, 3,000 miles, and with the synthetics, 5,000 miles. I know a lot of manufacturers might vary from that from, you know, back and forth a bit. Um, But just based on our experience, what we see when we're taking these engines apart uh, the wear, the tear, um, some of the failed components. I think we see when we're taking these engines apart, uh, the wear, the tear, um, some of the failed components. I think we feel strongly, in, in most vehicles at this point in time, anything new is mostly a synthetic oil as it is. So that 5,000-mile interval is a real good standard to kind of stick with. 
What in because you you and your crew have changed oil thousands of times, thousands of vehicles. Uh, what have you seen? I hate to even think of, uh, about some engines who who uh, a vehicle owner has not changed the oil or not changed the oil in a heck of a long time. What does that stuff look like, and what does the engine look like? Uh, like burnt coffee. When you leave the really? coffee pot on and forget to turn it off, and that pot has that stuff stuck to the bottom, that's what we'll see inside of an engine. And, you know, it's, it, the engine is the heart of a vehicle. And if that is plugged up and can't circulate and lubricate and control temperatures, that's when we see timing chains and some of these other components failing, which makes a vehicle not run at all or properly and oftentimes can cost thousands of dollars to repair. So an oil change is sometimes as inconvenient as it might seem, um, you need to have that done on a regular basis because your your vehicle will thank you and you'll thank your vehicle for lasting as it should. You know, again, as you know, I, I bring my vehicles into Lloyd's to get oil changed on a regular basis. But I, I can't think of a vehicle I've owned for many years that used oil. I, I, I understand that some vehicles um, do use oil, but I don't, I haven't seen it in, in my experience for years. Is that is that kind of typical, or are there still vehicles that uh, just just by way of their manufacturing use oil in between changes? For the most part, if you use, if you get your oil change on a regular basis, as we've covered, and it's a good branded oil, um, there are varieties of quality, and as, as you know, we like to use a branded oil so we can kind of ensure that we have a certain standard that we're sticking to. But that being said, there are certain... Uh, engine designs that are more common to use some oil and you know you can look online and do some research but you'll find that some manufacturers might um, have a certain amount of oil that can be burned or consumed within an oil change interval and seem normal so it's not just change oil and let it go and come back in however many months (laughs) you have to kind of keep an eye on that in between too yeah absolutely uh, I wonder how many of us actually check our oil from time to time. I like to do that, but sometimes, uh, oftentimes, I forget. Uh, okay, uh, I'm getting a signal here, uh, Nick. We need to take a quick break. Uh, we do have some texters' uh, questions coming in. Uh, by all means, let's hear from you. You can call it in or you can text it in. Your car care question, any kind that's on your mind, 651 461 Nine two two six. We have uh, currently 19 degrees in the Twin Cities. We're going to warm up, albeit a breezy day. We'll hit around 46 today, around 47 tomorrow. We could hit uh, come uh, Monday, um, maybe near 61. But then things change because by Tuesday night we dropped to nine above. Uh, up and down, a lot of roller coaster uh, temperatures this coming week. But by the end of the week. Uh, we're looking at about 54 for a daytime high. Right now it's fair, 19 degrees from Newstalk 830 WCCO. And again, good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We're here thanks to folks like Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive uh, here every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour answering any kind of a car care question you may have. Uh, Nick, for those that maybe need some uh, professional help from you and your crew at uh, Lloyd's Automotive, how do we find you guys? Yes, absolutely. If you ever have a question, need any advice, or want to talk through the a, a car issue, just don't hesitate to call 651 651- 228 
And as always, if you're out for lunch or walking down Grand Avenue, pop in and say hi. We're at 982 Grand, right on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth. And finally, if you don't mind, check out our website, lloydsautomotive.net. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll uh, remind our listeners of that, give them that information before you leave us, which is about 745 or so uh, this morning. So if you have uh, any uh, car care question, by all means, let's hear you sooner rather than later because our time just flies by. 651-461-9226, either by phone or by text. Speaking of phones, Emil's calling in from uh, Egan this morning. Emil, good morning. What is your question for uh, Nick? Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, 2019 Chevrolet Impala. The panel lights on uh, all displays intermittently go on and then off again, and not after hitting a bump or anything like that. Went on YouTube to see about the fuse configurations, uh, and there's one within the cabin of the vehicle, one under the hood where fuses can be replaced and are tested. Seems to me it would be a rather uh, easy fix to see if the fuse, if a fuse has become loosened and or needs replacement. The backup camera works fine, but it's just the screen and the odometer lights and the the lights that light up a WCCO radio station that uh, completely go blank or dark, and then intermittently will come on again. Your thoughts? So typically, or not typically, for sure, if a fuse is bad, it's not going to work. It's not going to be intermittent. The, The fuse is designed to protect the circuit, protect the components like the display. So if it's coming and going, even intermittently, the fuse part of it's going to be okay. The things that we don't know on the same path with the wiring electronics is like the ground. Does it have a good ground, good consistent, um, which might take a little more research, a wiring schematic, and kind of trace that circuit out. But the other option here, too, is a lot of these um, systems, like your panel and your displays and your lights, are controlled by a module called the body control module. I suspect that maybe something with that, part of that circuitry or programming, is faulty where that's intermittently coming and going. And, you know, what I would suggest you do is get a notepad. We talk about this often. Get a notepad and make notes of what situations or what um, driving style, temperature, anything you can do that might seem important, write it down. So, therefore, when you do take it into a repair shop, you can give them those cliff notes and maybe they can duplicate the same drive cycle and have some success with it failing and coming and going and be able to find out what's going on. Yeah, those own intermittent things are are uh, are kind of frustrating at times. I know. Um, texter says, uh, the, "Thanks, Emil, by the way, for the phone call." A texter has a 2010 Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee. The check engine symbol just popped up. Any idea what the issue might be? Well, that's that's a tough call. What would do, what would you do now, or your crews do, if somebody brought that uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee into Lloyd's? You know that that light. Um covers a lot of areas of the vehicle so it's kind of the base warning it's a check engine light technically it's an emissions light and you have to kind of get out of the box when you think emissions it's not just the gas cap it can be a misfire it can be something with the transmission Um, it's not going to be the radio or the lights but anything that emits an emission or deals with the vehicle going down the road can cause that light to come on so 
you know, the thing is, as a listener, you know, you can check the gas cap. It's always the easiest thing to do. Make sure it's tight. If it's not tight, go ahead and tighten it up until you hear the click. Now, having done that, it might take a few drive cycles for that light to reset. So if the vehicle's running okay, check the fuel cap. Maybe next week, check with your repair shop. See how far the schedule is out. Maybe it's a few days or a week. Maybe you can earmark an appointment somewhere and see how the week goes. If the light goes off, you can call and cancel that, knowing that that fuel cap um, was the issue. Now, if the light check engine light is on and the vehicle is running kind of rough or not operating as it used to, I would advise you to make that appointment sooner than later and get it looked at. And the final step, if that light's ever flashing at you, a constant flash, that's telling you that you shouldn't be driving the vehicle and you need to have it towed in. So kind of three three different areas. So the light's on, it's running okay. You can do a few things, make an appointment shortly down the road. If it's running poorly, get it in. And if the light is flashing, you shouldn't be driving it. Oh, interesting. All right. Thanks, Emil. Uh, Let's see in the... uh Texture two. Uh, I listen. I know we have to break for weather here in a moment. Let, let's grab another text. Uh, this uh, I listen every week from Phoenix. Thank you. Uh, my daughter back in the Twin Cities called yesterday. Texter says saying that she had a large nail in her tire sidewall. Assuming that it's not repairable, can she just replace that one tire, or should they be replaced in pairs at a minimum? Good question. That is a good question, and you know it depends. Um, and of course, that's the easy and easy way out for me. But depending on the depth of the tire, the age of the tire, if it's an all-wheel drive vehicle or a front-wheel drive vehicle, it depends. So if the tires are quite new or if the the difference of tread is very close, I think we're okay doing just the one. Um, but if the tires will say are half-worn and it were an all-wheel drive vehicle, you might end up doing all four depending on the makeup of the vehicle. So it, it really depends. Hopefully, whoever should has the vehicle with can kind of walk you through the situation explain in good detail why and how and i would go from there very good all right nick hang on we're going to take a break for that weather forecast and come right back 651-461-9226 with any kind of a car care question you may have this morning on news talk 830 wcco Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with Nick Stoffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul with the remaining minutes of our uh, Car Care Show. And as usual, Nick, got a bunch of questions. Let's see how many folks we can uh, help out here. Uh, Texter says, last fall, I stored my 2011 Mustang convertible in my heated garage, put it, quote, to sleep. I changed the oil prior to uh, storing it. Uh, time to start waking it up for summer. What steps should I take at this point for optimal care? has 42,000 miles on it. You know, when you do take the car out for, for the spring here, which hopefully not too far far from now, um, I just think, you know, a charged battery, had fresh oil, a fresh tank of fuel, I think a good long drive to kind of work the bugs out and stretch its legs is really all necessary. Um you know, maybe once you back it out of the garage, look where it was parked, nothing had been leaking, the tires look full, or check the pressures. Um, and honestly, I think, you know, it's in a controlled climate. I think it'll be just fine. Okay. I think maybe we started something 
with uh, opening that proverbial can of worms. Uh, good morning. This texture says, love the show. Thank you. I have heard in past years if a gas truck is parked filling up the tanks at a gas station, a person should not fill up there because when the fresh gas goes into the tanks, it pushes sediment through and is bad for a person's vehicle. Do you think that's true? I, I don't. You know, those systems have filtration also. Those fuel tanks are at, at at a fueling station some places daily. So, I mean, it's um, it's a concern. I understand it's a concern, but there's filters in place. Uh, they go through a lot of the fuel. I believe the technology is better than ever, making sure the fuel qualities are as they should. It's tested. So I, I wouldn't, if your vehicle needs fuel and there's a station, stop and fill it up. Yeah, I've, I've done that myself often. I never thought about that, but never had a problem either. Uh, speaking of changing your oil texture, says, how often should you change your transmission oil? My current vehicle is at 58,000 miles, and the transmission oil has never been changed. It does not say what kind of a vehicle this is. What do you do, look at the owner's manual? What do you think? As always, check with the manual. Look at the uh, maintenance schedule. Um, depending on the type of transmission, the type of fluid, it can vary. Some will say 60,000. Some might even say lifetime. And in those situations, I, I kind of caution and pause. But um, it used to be that you would flush them. It used to be that we'd pull the pan down and change that filter and fluid. And more and more commonly now is what we see is that we're doing like a, a drain and fill where there's a drain plug like your motor oil and a fill plug. So you're, you're changing out, you know, four or five quarts which might only be half of the system, but it's what the interval calls for. So check that owner's manual, see what it says. The transmission fluid is also very important, so we don't want to never do it, um, but you don't. it's not nearly as often as engine oil. Okay. Speaking of that, another texter says, uh, 2009 Honda CRV. Honda says, wait until the dashboard indicator says 15% oil life or one year before changing the oil. It's been six months, and the oil life is only at 80%. Based on this, Texter assumes it will be a full year before I change the oil. Uh, they put about 6,000 miles on the car a year. Is waiting this long okay, or should I be taking it at uh, regular mileage intervals? What do you think? Everyone drives cycle and is different. You know, Some people are more city driving. Some folks might be on the highway. I really strongly advise that you stick to the 5,000-mile interval, which in this vehicle will be twice a year, which is not just good for the engine oil and the filter, but also the whole vehicle getting looked at. You know, in our climate with our roads, I think at least at a minimum twice a year, a car should have a good once-over, we'll call it. Um, and back to the, the oil, I understand that those indicators will say things, but I also, from our experience, see that we do a lot of mechanical engine repair oftentimes from the lack of oil changes. So, you know, you find what's happening, what works for you, but my advice would be every 5,000 miles. Okay. Uh, tire. This uh, listener says a tire pressure light is always on. The dealer did not have a fix. I tried your advice uh, to make sure the spare tire is fully inflated, checked all tires to make sure they are properly inflated, then the light is still on after driving. You think there's a way uh, to turn off the light? What could be going on there? So those systems are designed to look for the sensors, meaning as you're driving along, it might ping or a way for it to communicate so it sees what all four or five tires with the spare are reading. So if the light is still on, one of those sensors isn't reading or reading properly, 
if you go back to your, your mechanic or the shop there or the dealership, they should be able to take a, a tool to actually read, you know, obviously check pressures with the gauge, but actually read the sensor if it's able to communicate. I suspect that one of those sensors isn't reading, so as a default, the car's computer system says, I only see three tires, that's not right, so the light comes on. So I would take it back, have them actually read all four sensors, and it'll, you know, maybe it won't read at all, or maybe it'll even show you a, a voltage where the battery's getting weak, which can also kind of throw a, 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 an issue out there that would make the light be on. So that light is important, obviously, like any light on the dash, the problem is that you see it's on, you don't trust it, you don't believe it. The one day you do have a low tire, all of a sudden you're stuck somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I want to alert our listeners that we have a bunch of text messages that we won't get to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to save them, and we'll open up the show next week to make sure they uh, they have a chance to get an answer here without uh, just forgetting about them. So we'll do that. I'll save these for uh, for next week, those that we don't get to. Uh, let's grab another one, though, before you take your leave. Uh, 2011 Chevy HHR, 102,000 miles on it. Texter was told at the last oil change that they should have a flush out to clean out the sludge. You think this will cause oiled, old, rather old seals to leak? What about a, a flush out as far as oil? Um. So there's a lot of products out there, and I, you know, I don't know all of them, and they will offer a lot of uh, enhancements, cleaning. Um, you know, you can read the the bottle or the can that comes in; it'll have an explanation of what it's going to do for you. Uh, my opinion, quite honestly, is a good quality oil change at a regular interval will naturally clean any of the sludge or prevent it from building up. So, if the engine's to the point where it's that bad. I don't know what I would advise you. I, I might not start mixing that stuff up because I'd, I'd be concerned that we could create blockages or other issues that could create a whole new set of problems. So when it comes to engine oil, like, like we say this quite often, a regular good quality oil change is the best thing you can do. Yes, at regular intervals, absolutely. All right, Nick, for those that maybe need an oil change and need more help than that, maybe some serious issues, how, how do we uh, get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Absolutely. Our, our phone number there is 651-228-1316. And if you need to come and see us, we're at 982 Grand on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth in St. Paul. And as always, check out our website at lloydsautomotive.net. I will do that very thing. And uh, let's uh, do this again next week. What do you say? It sounds like a plan. All right. Thank you, Nick. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Have a good week there at uh, Lloyd's. And again, our, uh, a reminder to our listeners, for those that did take the time to send in your text, I'm going to save those. We will open up the show next week with every single one of them that we did not get uh, to today's show. So thank you for that. And get ready. Uh, uh, Jack Farrell's Wine Chat is heading uh, along uh, right next here on CCO. By the way, 8 o'clock hour after the news break, get those uh, uh, garden questions ready because... Master Gardener Teresa Rooney will be answering any kind of a lawn or garden question. I know you can start to see your lawn once again after this brief uh, snow. The snow is disappearing. So keep that in mind. Lawn and Garden Show next hour right after Jack Farrell. Here on News Talk A3OWCCO, stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.